Welcome everyone to the Game Week podcast, Penalty Box Radio with Justin Bradford. Joining me now is Connor Wood of University of Alabama in Huntsville Hockey Program. Connor, thanks for joining me. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. So this this season, obviously, for everyone, has just been weird, just given the pandemic that we're all dealing with right now and going through. The schedule's been a little weird. Everybody's having to be very flexible and everything. But that aside, I mean, we've talked about in the past and, and everything, too, with UAH, and there's been these things of moral victories and stuff. But what have you seen so far about this team that gives you some hope and confidence in terms of you guys have been on the scoreboard. You guys had, had a tie as well. It's been close games, tight games. Are those the kinds of things you want to build on to have some of these good games where you guys are able to build and just at least get on the scoreboard? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, obviously, as a returner and the coaching staff, it's pretty obvious we have a young team. We have a lot of new faces. And anytime you see that, you know, you're obviously from the outside looking in, you're you're thinking, oh, you know, it's an easy win, whatever. And I think for our confidence as a whole and for our program and our culture that we show up to every game expecting to win, we're not – yeah, we'll take the moral victories, but it, it was huge for us to, like you said, be on the scoreboard and, and get that going for our confidence and, and showing teams like, hey, we're here, we, we got saved, and we're going to play like it. So I think it was really big for us to come out and do that. And, and obviously in the past it's been, I want to say a struggle, but it's been difficult just to get guys in the score sheet uh, in some ways or not. And then I look at the stats now and only four games played, having so many different players, just having a number by their name as well. And I know that may be little things, but mentally as an athlete, just to get that monkey off your back by having a, a stat next to your name, does that help build the confidence to the young guys, especially for them to be able to know that they're already contributing? Absolutely. I mean, they, they came in, you know, not knowing what to expect and, and being nervous like any freshman would. And the fact that they're able to do that, come in and play, it should be huge for their confidence. Um, I mean, it's been great to see. Like, I'm ecstatic, you know, Bronte, Greener, they're, them getting their points. Like, it's really cool to see, especially as a senior now. Like, looking back, you know, it's, it's really cool to see. And, and this program obviously went through a lot in the offseason. I mean, a, a heck of a lot. And there's been a lot of support coming in. And you, you can already tell and just seeing some of these games, there's a chip on the shoulder of, of making sure that this team is showing up. And even though they're, you guys are very young, you guys are showing up. And there's a lot of good leadership and camaraderie and brotherhood amongst this team too. Knowing now that the guys that are coming in and the coaching staff have been at this program, that they're alums, and you have a good mix of different types of people on the coaching staff, what does it mean to you to have these alums come coming in to take over this in terms of Lance West and, and Carmine and Carlos to have those guys on the bench for you? I, I think it was unbelievable. When I saw all the names that we were getting, I think it's huge for, for not only our team, but the community too, you know, getting behind us. But, you know, you have Westy who played here, coached here. He's a great leader. Coach Carlos, one of the best, one of the best coaches I've ever played for. Or I mean, he, he teaches us so much. And, and Coach Carm, you know, he has so much passion for the game and he loves the school and and I, it makes me I, – I don't know about – I can't speak for everyone, but for me it was huge seeing those names. And it just gets you really excited, you know, when you see guys that, that love the program enough to come back and, and want to make it better. It just – it should light a fire under, you know. So for me it was huge. I love seeing that. Absolutely. And and now for you too, being a senior, you're also wearing an A. You're an alternate captain. What does that mean for you to be, to be recognized as one of the leaders on this team? I mean, it's a huge honor. Not everyone even gets to play Division one hockey, but the fact – to be a leader on one is a huge honor. I mean, it, it, it was really cool. I mean, I was had a great meeting with Westy about it. And, and it's really cool to see Bauer get the captain and Mercs being assistant with me. You know, I, I'm really good friends with those guys. So it's great. We have a great leadership group. I think that the culture has really changed around here. I've been preaching that since day one. So 
Um, it, was, it was great. I mean, it's, I was really just humbled and really honored that I got to be one and that my teammates knew me like that. So it's, like I said, just extremely humbled. Now, looking ahead to, to this weekend, I mean, seems like every year you guys are used to starting on the road. So obviously started on the road here and then a big, big road trip to Michigan Tech. I mean, that is that is not a short trip by any means. Uh, no. So just uh, <laughs> what are you looking forward to about this trip and obviously being off for a month as well? Just how do you guys get going again and, and get reinvigorated? Not to say the vigor is not there, but after a month off just to get really excited for this matchup against Michigan Tech because they're obviously traditionally a very difficult team to play against. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, you show up long ride, long, uh, long trip, uh, like you said, long break. I, I think that you just show up, like we said, expecting to win every game. Um, for young guys, you know, it's exciting going to new rinks, so that should be their fire, light it up for them a little bit. And then for, for us older guys, you know, we've been around, and it's a team that uh, we've played a bunch, so obviously we want to beat them. Um, like you said, they're a good team, and obviously Sankey's up there now, so we want to kind of take it to him a bit, and, and that should really get the boys going. So I think I think we'll be all right, you know? No, oh, yeah. And then looking ahead to Ferris State for the home opener on January 8th, it's one of those things that's going to be the first time you guys are going to be able to play at home, have a home game, play in front of what we're assuming is going to be a good collection of home fans as well. They're spread out the first time since everything went down in the late spring. How excited are you to finally be able to play in front of your home fans, knowing what went on and knowing the support that all the fans showed to make sure this program stayed? I mean, I, I couldn't be, look more forward to it. Like, you don't want to look past this right. weekend, but obviously, like, obviously, um, coming home, it, it's going to be really emotional. I feel like, uh, for me personally, I mean, it, it was it was tough, you know, for the guys that got cut and then it got brought back. So, for me personally, it's going to be pretty emotional just to be able to look around and see all our home fans that, you know, that really love the program and supported us through the hardest time we had. And so, it's, it's going to be really awesome. I'm really looking forward to it. And then changing subjects a little bit here, I mean, Connor, you are from Buford, Georgia, and so you yes, don't <laughs> see too many too many hockey play, college hockey players coming from the South, which is just awesome. But looking at this roster, I mean, there are guys from all over the world, not just the, the North America, but all over the world uh, playing on this team right now, too. And I mean, having representation from Texas, from Florida, from Colorado, in terms of other states that are kind of non-traditional uh, as well, but plenty of Texas and everything too. Obviously a little bit of mix of uh, Minnesota and also Nashville as well, being well represented. What does it mean to you to be a Southern hockey product playing D1 hockey? And why is it important for this program to exist and to make sure that you guys are a staple in the South? I mean, I think it's amazing that we have a team down here. Like you said, it's not very common uh, for me personally. Like you said, I grew up in Georgia. I, I went up through the, junior preps program back then it was thunder but i mean they kind of they've kind of made it what it is now like they, they've expanded it so much in the south that it's it's really gotten out there and grown the game so much and for this school being here it's a huge opportunity for guys like myself from the south you know i grew up coming to uah games when i was playing for thunder and um you know i always wanted to be here so i they asked me to come play here and it, it wasn't even an like a a question I was like yes right away you know so I think it's huge for kids like us to have this opportunity we get to be here it's right in our backyard I mean it's three and a half hours away from where I grew up so I, it's just amazing to have the school here and, and it's still here and it gives guys an opportunity to play division one hockey at a great school and so last question completely non-serious but also very serious because I know it's an important thing your hair is one of the most talked about things <laughs> 
<laughs> so, like, that, what about your flow is so magical? <laughs> I mean, just look at it. It speaks for itself, I think. <laughs> no, it's all jokes aside. It's just it's stuck around for a long time, and I think it's just kind of my part of my identity now. So, <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it absolutely is because you can see those long flowing locks. From you know way up high in the press box, that's easy to tell when you're on yeah. the ice. So and I, I did... that's a good and a bad thing. That's a good and a bad thing. It hides <laughs> the refs very well. <laughs> so it's one of those things. Are, are you a little jealous that Minnesota has the all hair team that you weren't able to participate that when you're growing up? Uh, a little salty, not too much though. But you know, I, I know I'd be on it. So. <laughs> <laughs> and then and with that too, I asked Coach West. Uh, about your hair, and he, he said he likes it. The one thing he outlaws, though, is having it in a man bun. Is that true? Oh, oh, absolutely. He told, he almost made me cut it when he saw me having a man bun. He, he was telling me last year, even last year, and over the summer he was like, I don't know what, he might have to get rid of it. And he said, you can keep it, but if I see in a man bun, you're not playing. So he made it very clear. He was joking, but he was also very serious yeah. about it. Well, I, I could tell. I could tell with the tone of his voice how serious he was about it, even though he's kind of smirking. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, Connor, really appreciate you taking the time. Best of luck this weekend. Happy New Year, man. And just uh, really glad to see the good things happening for you. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. Hello everyone, Justin Bradford, Penalty Box Radio, and joining me for our Game Week podcast is University of Alabama head coach Lance West. Lance, thanks for taking the time to talk with me. Oh, thanks for having me, Justin. It's good to hear from you. Hope you had a good Christmas. Yeah, you too, sir. It's It's been a while because it's been, it's already obviously a weird year, and it's been pretty much a, a month, just a little under a month since the teams played, and coming up January 2nd and 3rd against Michigan Tech up in up in the UP of Michigan to play conference games up there too. So the big question is, is more of a, how do you manage the team like this when they've played a few games beforehand, they played four games, obviously had the one uh, canceled, but now a month off, they get through the holidays and now this to, to get them up and ready to go for a, for a road trip like this. Yeah. You know, we, we knew that kind of when, when the season was postponed and all the schedule changed, we had to look at how we were going to manage it. It actually started there where okay, everyone had to kind of scrabble for non-conference games in the first half and, you know, no one was flying and, and geography-wise. So we had to manage the closest games we could find and get where the schedule worked out. And we were able to get a few in and, and some of our partners helped us there. So it was nice. You know, our guys played real hard. We learned a lot about our team and, and started to establish our identity. And, and, and we actually had a chance probably to play some games um, either really late or uh, actually last weekend, um, but sat down as a staff and said, you know, I think it's good for a little bit of a break for our guys because it, it was a grind. They were here early. They practiced an awful lot, only got a few games. Then you keep them for practice more, more, more. I felt it'd be we'd be a little bit fresher if we had a short break, you know, get back for a week, practice, um, and get ready to go. And, you know, the first few practices were real good. Um, today was a little bit off, maybe uh, – you know, thinking ahead to, to going on the trip, but, um, you know, we'll get back at it tomorrow, but we managed it well. Our guys have been really good and, you know, they've taken the challenge and, and it's really been a mindset of let's get better and, and prove to everybody what we can do. And I don't think that's changed. So it's helped us a lot in that aspect, but for us, we decided to have a little bit of a break there instead of keeping guys here, let them have a little time off, get refreshed and be ready to go. And, and looking at what Michigan Tech did as well, I mean, they played a few games too. They played Lake Superior State, played Minnesota State, Bemidji, uh, Northern Michigan. And obviously you never want to compare that just because this team 
perform this way against this team, then we should perform this way. But their games overall pretty tight, aside from the, the Bemidji games, which was a 6-3 loss and a 3-0 win. I mean, kind of lopsided flips there too. But what does that give you in terms of confidence to knowing that they've played some of the similar teams that you have in terms of Lake Superior State and just kind of analyzing what the competition is going to be like out of Michigan Tech, who traditionally is a very difficult team? Yeah, no, they're a really good team. I think they have a, a really, a really good group of their top forwards, even all their forwards, but I know their top six is, is pretty dynamic and can score goals. Um, you know, I, I really, this year, more so than any, I'm not comparing head-to-head. You know, we played Lake State, they played Lake State. You know, they just coming off quarantine, hadn't missing guys, not practice. You don't know what the numbers are. You can't really look. I'm just looking at what they are as a team, what I see on video. Um, I know they have a really good group of forwards. You can score some goals. Their goaltending's been really good. Uh, one of our guys is there. We know he can be really good. They're typically always a really fast-paced, hard-working team. We expect the same. And we know it's going to be a difficult challenge up there. Um, and we're just looking forward to actually getting some league games going and, and seeing where we are. And so looking looking at this, too, in terms of the team and everything in general, do you? I know we've talked about multiple times, and just even in the past, there's been these things of moral victories and everything. And I know it gets tiresome to talk about these, these types of things of moral victories. But given how the team is overall really young, but you're having guys perform and getting on the board, and that's been an issue in the past of just getting guys on the scoreboard and getting some points accumulated to build confidence. What does it do for this club to have so many different players in just a very limited amount of games at least get their name on the stat sheet to help build that confidence? Yeah, you know, I mean, all you have to do is to listen to Calipari's interview a couple of days ago about that, right? right. <laughs> With one of the top basketball coaches in the country saying that you want to get some, build some confidence. It is important, um, you know, but our guys have, have had the approach and we've had it that it's going to be a group. It's going to be guy committees, different guys. Um, I think the biggest thing was our power play had some success early, and that was big. Um, our penalty kill has been good. So in situations where each guys have had roles, guys have been able to contribute and, and find a role and an identity where they're contributing, and that builds confidence because they know they're adding value. They know they're being part of it. you know. And we clearly, and, and the message in our guys, we're, no one's happy because we're tied a game and, and lost a couple close ones. Um, you know, We're not in this for that. Yes, it's part of the process is what we're saying. We have to learn how to win those close games. That's all part of the process. Um, but, you know, we're not taking too much in the aspect of, uh, of moral victories. And and before, and before we move on, I also talked to Connor Wood as well. And it's one of those things that he obviously has. This is a non-serious question just to set you up so you're prepared. <laughs> he is one of those guys that's known for having amazing flow and amazing hair. how impressive is it that he's able to keep that lot going and that main going especially you know in the hockey world hair is very much respected (laughs) yeah i I like to tease him as long as he stays away from the man bun when i'm around i'm okay (laughs) he looks good on him he likes it he's such a good young man you know and it's it's fun he's a great personality and, and a guy to have around and a leader so you know, the hair is just part of who he is, part of his identity, as I guess they say, and his, and his character. And, and he has fun with it, and we do too, you know. So, like I said, I don't have rights. It's just it's fun, and he knows there's only one thing I don't like, and it's if he wears a man <laughs> So if he wants to troll the coach, that's what he has to do. <laughs> no, he can't, he can't bring that to the rink. He can do that when he's on his own time. <laughs> <laughs> so the next thing is really great news and important news and exciting to take in that next step just in terms of sports in general at UAH and that establishing the, the first class of the Hall of Fame for sports, uh, Doug Ross 
and Tazo uh, Sophikitas is were named to this initial class. Just your thoughts, because you've been so connected to UAH as an alum as well, and having two hockey players be named to this initial class, and your interactions with either of those two. Yeah, well, obviously, you know, Doug was the reason I was at UAH. He brought me in, and he was here for so many years, 25 years, and such a big part of the program and the national championships, and you know, it was really during the glory days and, and, and the days that we're trying to get back to. He was the, the head Hanzo and the figure. And I remember doing a parade at Hanzo with him and Gordy Howe on a car 25 oh. years ago. And, you know, a Christmas parade. And he was able to get Gordy Howe down here. And, you know, so he did an awful lot for the program and, and the city of Huntsville. The amount of people and what we brought to the VBC when the ice was there and there wasn't other teams. It was just us and the, and the revenue and the things we did. He was a big part of all that and deserves everything he gets when it comes to the Hall of Fame because he's he's really what's identified with the history of the program. You know, we've had Joe and other guys who are key figures in the program. Wouldn't be here without him. But, you know, Doug's kind of the, the figurehead in the history of our program. So well-earned and, and deserved. And, you know, with Tasso, Tasso Safakitis is a real good friend of mine. He was at my wedding. Um, you know, I, I played with him for three years. We're both from British Columbia. We actually played junior hockey against each other. I've uh, known each other for a long time. And, you know, there's very few guys in Sheldon. And there's been the Gus Mirage and, and tons of guys over the years. And Dino and all these guys who have donated. But right now, Tosso is kind of that alumni that's spearheading and Sheldon him everything. And, and just his passion for the university and what they've given him and what he's giving back. Not only that, but, you know, he was a player on the national championship, undefeated team. Um, and was a big cog in that. So again, he, he's in there because of multiple reasons as a player and probably as a, a as an alumni to the program and, and a benefactor and all the things he's done for everybody. So again, you know, him and his family have done a lot in carrying his life and, and that's well deserved and earned too. Absolutely is. Well, well, Lance, we, we wish you the best in travels. I know it's it's a long trip to get up to the UP like that to get to Michigan Tech, and obviously, especially in the winter, uh, and obviously really looking forward to the first home game of the season, January 8th against Ferris State, uh, that Friday as well, to have an actual home weekend. I'm sure the board's looking forward to it as well. But safe travels to you, and thanks for taking the time again. Yeah, thanks. Happy New Year to you and everyone out there. We look forward to seeing everyone at the VBC in a couple weeks.